0: Welcome to Behavioural Alignment with me, Samantha Young fielding on Tuesday, the 10th of January, 2023. It's our first episode for this new year, so a very happy new year to you. Now, how have you started the year so far? Perhaps with some intentions, maybe you've already devised a goal or even set up a plan. And possibly you're on to working a system so that you can develop successful behaviours, create consistent habits and repeat productive patterns. I might be ahead of myself, but the goal is that we have great thoughts, positive emotions and a very clear set of actions to get us where we want to be. So today we're going to speak about staying on track. Because it's not always as simple as it seems and occasionally you can get knocked off, go on tilt and even in some cases degenerate into downright toxicity. Now Susan Scott in her book Fierce Conversations says that success or failure happens slowly over time and then it suddenly transpires either positively or negatively. Ernest Hemingway said something similar about going bankrupt. How do you go bankrupt? Two ways. Gradually, then suddenly. So the problem with anything that happens over time, because this is how success or failure comes about over time, is that time is going to bring you into contact with other people who were not there when you made your initial decision and it's going to drop you into situations which were not covered in your original plan. The one I get asked all the time is the example, I'm changing my eating patterns but then somebody managed to bring cake into work for morning tea. What am I supposed to do in that situation? So it's other people, it's other things, it's other places, priorities, processes. And all of these others have an influence that can push you right off track. And then what happens is what's going on for them becomes what's going on for you. Why? Because there's interdependency in every area of life, whether it's public or private, whether it's family, work or play. Now, some of it you can prepare for. For example, you can tell those around you what you're doing and that will usually gain you support. You might even choose to join a group of others who've got the same objective. Not only will it be support, but there'll also be fellowship. An example might be that you go to the gym so that you're with others who have the same fitness objective. Or you join an organisation like Toastmasters if you want to become a public speaker. And as we all know, there are plenty of groups out there that will help you when you're trying to change a toxic behaviour into something much more positive. So, for example, an Alcoholics Anonymous. The third thing that you can do as preparation is contingency plan. You can give yourself some backup ideas for those high-risk situations. But one of the challenges I find all of the time when working with teams on developing greater happiness in people is the hardest battle to fight is the unexpected. And that's always going to come across. So when you are dealing with other people, other places and other priorities and processes, it can be something That's unexpected and even unwitting, that will trigger your unconscious emotion to catch you off guard. Now, I can give you some very easy examples of that. When somebody's phraseology catches you and reminds you of the way a parent, a brother, an old friend spoke to you, usually a negative way, and it emotionally catches hold of you, knocks you off track. It can be the timing of something else that's happening around you. You get one piece of bad news, a second one then drops in as well. And of course, by the time the third one arrives, because these things do happen in threes, you're into overload. Or it could be a bad manners situation where someone has interrupted you, and pushed their focus upon yours, where you have been suddenly pulled up and somebody else has asked you for something that you might be working on next week, but you haven't got ready right now. All of these unwitting but unexpected triggers hit you unconsciously and pull on your emotions. And it really can drag you away from what you are trying to do for yourself. So my big push today is to remind you that controlling your attention changes your experience. It was back in the 1890s when the American philosopher William James observed, my experience is what I agree to attend to. Now, humans can only feel their emotions, including those painful ones, in the present moment. So what you feel is determined by what you give your attention to. If somebody or something or some time is interrupting where you were originally going and you remain focusing on that interruption, you will have the experience of falling off track, possibly even going on tilt, getting frustrated, getting annoyed, and maybe even acting from those negative emotions. So if you really want to keep yourself on track, then you need to control your emotion. And the way that we do this is that we remember that attention works on an activation inhibition model. So what that means is when you activate positive emotions, this inhibits your ability to ponder on the negative. So it's really important that when something does irritate you or frustrate you or interrupt you, that you bring your attention back to the positive that you are setting for yourself. What I am basically trying to say is that the influence that any others exert, whether that be people, places, processes or priorities, is a dialogue. And you don't have to join in. If you remember that you can best help yourself right now by focusing your attention on what best helps you right now, that is unlikely to be ongoing the interruption that you've had from somebody else. So a real-life scenario, you have gone in to work and there has been And a morning tea situation, focus for yourself on the cherries that you brought in for your morning tea and the enjoyment of being with those around you. Second situation, you are already banging head down, bum up to get some work out the door. And there are questions that are coming in from colleagues and you're suddenly realising that Either you've missed something or something else is now being added on to your working pile. And again, it's going to create these difficult sensations where you feel less in control. You can only do one thing at once. Bring your attention to the thing that you are going to help yourself with most right now. And therefore, by keeping ourselves... Attentive on what we're aiming to do, the objectives that we've set for ourselves, other tasks, other people, other influences can come in but don't necessarily affect us or influence us for the longer term. And therefore, we maintain the control that keeps us on track, in charge. And feeling positive about where it is that we're going. So one of our biggest options for the year ahead is to work with others. It's going to give us the opportunity for collaboration to get further together. But we each of us need to focus our attention on the part that we are playing that's bringing us the positive in our world. So I wish you a fabulous week of controlling your attention and I'll see you next week for more behavioural alignment. Take care.